ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a special edition of That's Entertaining. Tonight, joining me once again, Mr. Justin Pickard. Justin, welcome back. Hello, everybody. I am back after a eight-month hiatus. <laughs> it's been a little while, but you had some schooling to attend to, right? Yeah, I've been going to school full-time and working full-time, so... That is not entertaining. No, not at all. But I have managed to squeeze a few entertaining things in, so I should have some stuff to talk about tonight. Excellent. Also joining us from the Pacific Coast, our man on the ground at PSX, Mr. Dan Anthony. Dan, or should I say Kamish, welcome aboard. Ah, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. And for those of you who who have heard recent episodes where we talk about our Madden League, Dan is the commissioner. He is the guy that you butter if you want to win, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. The league is still going strong. Um, everybody's having fun. It's good. Yeah, it's good times. All right. So, gentlemen, Justin, first off, what, what's been going on? What have you been entertained by, you know, in the past, I don't know, uh, three-fourths of a year? <laughs> yeah um well i you know i've been playing all the the big hits um you know i went through uh the witcher and batman wait you uh, went through the you don't say you went through the witcher you you <laughs> say that you experienced the joy that is the witcher very true yes i uh i i had the opportunity to spend several uh hours in the witcher uh, I never beat it, but I um... <laughs> several hours. Wow! You, how so? If you had to ballpark, how long have you spent in The Witcher? I probably put in like twenty-five hours. Oh come on now, that's that's child's play. I think yeah, I, I think I finished it like hundred and ten hours. So you got yeah, a little bit of exactly. ways to go. Yeah, exactly. I I saw the light at the end of the tunnel, and I decided it was a little too far away, so I gave up. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, and then Batman, um, which. Uh, let's be clear, I haven't finished any games this year, um, <laughs> unfortunately. You know, I played quite a bit of Batman. Um, what did you think of Batman, overall impressions? I really liked it, and once I put down uh, my current game that I'm playing, uh, I will definitely be going back to Batman, I'm sure. Hopefully, we'll we'll see what's out next. But Because currently, I am absolutely uh, full body into fallout for you're one of those people <laughs> yeah uh i probably i probably uh, let's see fallout's been out for a month and i've i've probably already got like 30 hours in which for me is a lot you know obviously if i didn't put that much into witcher shows how much <laughs> fallout means to me so yeah um yeah i've been uh fiddling around with that almost every night um and then uh yeah those are my games um, I will get up on my soapbox right now and preach about one television show that I'm absolutely obsessed with. Ooh. Preach, and brother. Preach. It is an HBO exclusive show. I haven't seen it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, Nathan and Dan, if you don't have HBO, there's one reason I'm begging you to pick up HBO for at least a month or two. And that would be the leftovers. Mm. Have you have either of you heard of the show or seen anything about it? No, but I've heard of the meatloaf in the fridge. 
<laughs> that's the first thing everyone says to me it's like oh i'm hungry <laughs> no uh the leftovers it's i mean i breaking bad's obviously my number one show of all time the leftovers is easily my second favorite show of all time really yeah wow. the the drama is uh the tension uh i've never watched anything like it um the tension is what really get it's it's a very serious show it's not fun or uh Sometimes it's exciting, but it's just a very serious drama with some kind of interesting sci-fi or uh, supernatural, uh, you know, things in there. Um, the guy, the showrunner is actually Damon Lindelof, David Lindelof, uh, the guy who uh, was in charge of Lost. Um, so it's got a little bit of that. You know, you can kind of tell that he was the showrunner of Lost, but he can be kind of hit or miss with some of his shows. Yeah, um, he. This is definitely a hit. I'm gonna. I'm. I i do not want to spoil too much. Um, it's. It's a drama. It's amazing. It's amazing acting. There's a great score um, that kind of follows through the whole series. And uh, everyone's like kicking the main chorus score, and it's just, it you know, it gives me the chills every time. Hmm. Um, so great music, uh, great acting, great drama. I highly suggest this. Uh, season two just wrapped up, and they were just renewed for their third and final season uh, next year. So, all right, Three seasons. Yes, uh, it, it is one of those. It's it's. Three seasons is perfect for this kind of show. It's it doesn't need to drag on like Lost did. So it's actually it's one of those situations where they can wrap it up in three seasons, and it's I think it's gonna be a perfect amount for it. Nice. So if anyone's out there listening, I'm I'm telling you go watch The Leftovers. Uh, I was actually afraid that because I, I don't think it's got the highest ratings, but um, so I was very they waited until the last minute to renew it for its final season and. I was very pleased to hear that. I think everyone should give us a show a shot. Yeah, I started the first season, never got back to it, but I've heard the second season is just just a tremendous jump in in quality and I've been seeing a lot of people have been hooked. Yeah, the second season definitely stepped it up big time. Um I think they took some of the strongest episodes from the first season and uh kind of followed that format for every episode. In the second season, um, and yeah, again, I, in the you know the the music stepped it up a little bit in the second season. There's some uh, great little um, songs put in there here and there, and they bring them back through. Uh, they'll bring them back in a future episode, and it's like it all kinds of ties in together. It's just a really a really interesting show to watch. Hmm. Intriguing. It's, Yes, uh, so I will step down from my soapbox. Uh, <laughs> obviously, I've been entertained by a lot more in the last, you know, half of the year. But uh, those are my biggest games. Uh, that's been the one show I've been obsessed with. Um, obviously, uh, I've always been a big Netflix guy, so all of the Netflix exclusives have been really great this year. Um, Master of None. That's also uh, an amazing show that I think everyone should. Uh, check Is that out. the Aziz Ansari one? Yeah, um, it's it's kind of uh, filmed uh, like Louis, 
but not so weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> if that, because Louis gotten really weird in the last couple years, and uh, Master of None is kind of similar. He's not. He's kind of playing a version of himself, um, but it's you know kind of a life in New York. Um, it's a very honest show about real situations, but it's very funny as well. So that's cool. Yes. So I will, uh, I will step down, um, and I will let, uh, either Nathan or Dan talk about what they've been entertained by. Well, everybody knows what I've been entertained by and what I will be entertained by soon. Uh, obviously the force awakens, which I have to bring up at any chance that I can, you know, star Wars season, all that jazz. So, Mr. Anthony, the floor is yours. Well, um, I'm in the same boat as Justin, where Fallout 4 has consumed a majority of my time. Smart mans. Yeah, it's this is my first foray into any Fallout game, so I'm just been engulfed, just building my settlements and trying to find every single location and clearing out whatever's inside it's been taking up all of my time and <laughs> it's such a great game the map is massive right it it is and you're, you're just finding lo- locations will just pop up and you'll see you you'll get your xp and uh, you just want to go into every building you can find whatever safes or treasures or enemies are in there and you want to you want to clear it all out hmm. just get build your character up as much as possible i'm about i'd like to say 50 hours in somewhere around there overachiever <laughs> yeah so oh. but i i've just been avoiding the main story <laughs> or what i believe what i think is the main story and just doing all the uh, you know helping out the factions and just clearing clearing out any area I can. <laughs> See, that'd be me in if I was to play this game. I would just be doing all the side quest stuff, and then the last thing I would do is the the main quest, and I'd be super over leveled for everything, and I would just trounce through it. But that, that may not be a bad thing. That is the plan. Yeah, that is exactly the same plan. That's what I did for The Witcher. So I'm oh, gonna. So <laughs> I hope yeah. Justin, you get back into that because. That is that game of the year? Can I can I say that right? That now? is my game of the year. Twenty fifteen game Wait, of the year. What? <laughs> I don't know about. Yeah. Witcher, <laughs> Witcher was really really great. I, the only problem I have with it is like, I can't jump back into it as easily as I could jump into other games. Because I have true. to get back used to all the uh, mechanics and. Uh, I was kind of like right dab in the middle of the story. Like I hadn't really hit a cliffhanger at all or anything, so I don't really remember where I was at. But it was it, easily one of the most pretty games I've played all year. The narrative in The Witcher is unparalleled to any other story that I've played this year. I just... I, it's really good. Yeah, I'll agree with that. It definitely is mm-hmm. uh, one of the best stories. And all the side stories are really what, like... Yeah. What, the, the side quests are even just as good as the main quest. Yeah. I, I completely agree with that. And that, that is one thing where Fallout fails, I think. The story, to me, is like kind of interesting, but that's not what's drawing me to that game at all. It's really just the, the addictive uh, loop that they've built into that um, game. 
that keeps me coming back to Fallout, but the story is pretty so-so, in my opinion. Hmm. Very interesting. Mr. Anthony, yeah. anything else? Yeah, outside of outside of Fallout, I, I guess the, uh, the rest of the free time is gone to our Madden Leagues. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, Madden is the game that is keeping me from playing so many other games. Same here. Um, and I have to announce something since, oh. since we're all here. Oh, here we go. In front of the commissioner and Justin and all the witnesses, I will be retiring at the end of this season. Oh, oh my. Hanging the jersey up already, huh? Wow. Well, I already made it to the Super Bowl once, so <laughs> if I make it to the Super Bowl again this time and I don't win, I'll definitely, you know, I've, I've had my shot twice. But, yeah, it's just taking up way too much time. I, I forget the hour count that I was up to on Madden. 2016 Madden, I, it was above 130 hours. Ooh. <laughs> it was ridiculous. And I, I have Tomb Raider to play. I have a ton of games. Dan knows this. I want a game-buying hiatus from now yes. until Black Friday 2016. I just have so much to play and not enough time. <sighs> it's ridiculous. And it's, and it's tough when um, I'll make the announcement and I'll send the message to everybody. It's a brand new Madden week. The new week is live. Everybody play your game. That's another, I don't know, depending if you want to pick up a free agent or two or, you know, mess around with game prep. You're spending another hour or two. There you go. There goes Zara. Playing one more Madden game. There you go. <laughs> well, it's sad to hear, but it's been, a, it's been a great journey. It has been. And, you know, that's not to say I might not be available for a game here or there. I just can't. The league is so time-consuming. It, it was great. It's fun. It's good to have, like, you know, the connection with everybody that's in the league. But it's just, you know, it's so time-consuming. Oh, yes. Because those games, oh, I mean, yes. they take at least an hour to play. I don't know how you play, but the way I play, they usually write about either 15 minutes or so. And then game prep and everything else, it's just about an hour. Yeah, it's about a it's about a 90-minute segment whenever... um. It's time to play my week because, you know, yeah, like I said, uh, you want to prep your team. You want to make sure uh, if you have any injuries, you want to pick up a free agent or two. And that'll take up, uh, yeah, it'll take up your time. Mm -hmm. Justin, have you played Madden? I haven't. I I don't think I've played a Madden since uh, PlayStation 2. Ah. (laughs) Yeah, it's been a long time for me. Um, I... Almost picked it up like last week too, and then I think I'm a little afraid of falling into uh, the pitfall that you have fallen into. Because <laughs> I'm I'm looking at it, I'm like, yeah, I'll play a few single player matches here or there, and I'll, I would have some fun. But at some point, I'd find myself online, and then I would then my uh, my uh, competitive nature would kick in, and I'm afraid that game would take over for a little bit. So. I decided to stay away. It looks it looks like a good game from afar, and I'll I'll, I'll uh, trust you guys to uh, test those games out for every year. <laughs> Sounds good. Speaking of games, testing games out. PSX, Mr. Anthony, what did you get a chance to take a look at on the game floor? We'll talk about the keynote in a second. But what did mm. you get a chance to see? Oh, I, I saw plenty of games. I mean, from the the Battleborn. To um, Far Cry Primal was also an excellent game. 
A lot of people were lining up for the VR sessions. There were just so many games, multiple floors. There was also panels, and you know, the we that weekend flew by quickly. Did you get a chance to try out uh, the VR? Uh, yeah, VR. Um, luckily, I was able to um, sign up. Th- there was a PlayStation Experience app, and I was able to sign up for a session on the second day. And uh, gaming, the games were randomized. Unless you wanted to wait for a specific game, I just wanted to. I just wanted to sit down, put that helmet on me. I want to play. Ended up playing um, Wayward Sky. Not sure if uh, much information about that is on the internet, but um, it was a fun little uh, went third person and first person type of adventure game. First person for puzzles. Um, it's it's a it's a quite an experience. Just putting on that helmet, the camera is you. You you're moving your head. You're basically the camera. There's depth perception. You basically. If you want to reach for something in front of you, you actually have to lean over and reach. It's um, it's incredible stuff. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, what other games are coming out there. What I'm I'm kind of stuck in the VR because I like I don't know anyone that's tried it. You know, you hear some of the you know the game sites people talking about it, but they've they've been messing around with VR for you know years now with Oculus yeah. and other things. Um, was this your first time trying out uh, like a like a good VR? Uh, yeah, this was this was my first time trying it. And um, I was very impressed. Uh, I guess it'll, it'll all fall down to um, exactly when is this coming out and price point. But I, I, I was having a lot of fun with it. And the people I were, people I were hanging around with were uh, having a lot of fun as well. It was good. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of curious where the price point will be. Cause I just don't see. I, I I don't know how much I'd be willing to pay for mm-hmm. something like that. That uh, as great as it sounds, and it sounds like it's going to be really fun. It seems like at some point it will still just turn into a side gimmick. Like I I don't see myself coming home every day to strap myself into VR for the you know forty five oh, yeah. minutes to an hour I have to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of curious what the price will be at and exactly how that all work out. But I do have high hopes. I, VR sounds super interesting. Some of the games seem really uh, uh, creative. Um, oh yes, <laughs> especially so, from that keynote. They they showed off some uh, ridiculous uh, <laughs> ridiculous new games. Was yeah, fun to see. yeah, uh, yeah. The the job simulator. Look hilarious! Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that that zombie taxi cabs. Um, I mean, they they had a. That seemed kind of like they're when they hit on VR in the keynote. It was definitely like a. These are all of the crazy wacky games that are coming to PlayStation VR, uh, which I thought was awesome. I, I mean, I'm not really that interested in them trying to put Call of Duty into VR. I'm more interested into these weird new games that you wouldn't see. You know, normally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, what uh, would you pay for the PlayStation VR? What, what, are they, what are they calling it now? Is it just PlayStation VR? Uh, that's what I saw. PlayStation VR. I've, yeah, I think I think a few months, or maybe it was I think it was at Paris Games Week or something. I think they 
they unveiled like they got rid of the Morpheus and mm. changed it to PlayStation VR. I'm I am not sure how much I would uh pay for it. It's I mean consoles now are I mean you see how much bundles are now. They're three hundred dollars with a game. Three hundred bucks and you can get like a gift card for fifty bucks and then tries it even further down. Yeah. You'll get your uh you'll get your PlayStation Plus and or if you're getting an Xbox you'll get your live your live gold. Yeah, uh, it, it can't be more than the console, I, I want to say, but I feel like it will be. Would you pay two hundred and fifty dollars? Two fifty, I would. Two fifty, yes. So that's on uh, top of the price of the console. It would, and mm-hmm. what if you had to buy a Move camera to make it work as well? Uh, how much would that generally go for? Really, uh, fifty bucks or so. I like fifty. I think they're yeah, mm-hmm. fifty or sixty. Yeah. So then that makes it effectively three hundred at that point be the price of the console i mean i guess there would, i would have to wait for a couple more games but um from the games i've seen and played it's uh 300 would be about right i would say <laughs> i am afraid it's going to be more than that i could be wrong no uh I could see it. pricing, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's not going to be anything less than two fifty for sure. By by just the tech and everything that's been going into it, you, there's no way that they can get less than two fifty. If they do, that'd be amazing. At least not to mm-hmm. start. A year down the road, you know, Black Friday next year, who knows? Possibly, um, but yeah, it, to me, I I would have to see some amazing game experiences that are released for there has to be a library there has to be a real reason or draw for me to want to drop that money on an addition to a console not a console itself mm-hmm. not a standalone unit this is in addition to your you know your PlayStation 4 unit um and for me it has to be something that would be amazing if there okay if there was a Star Wars game I'd be in right away whatever <laughs> but if it was like if it wasn't that it had to be something really immersive that would make me want to Put something over my eyes and pretty much shut out the actual world and want to play a game. And at that, you can't even play it for more than, more than, what did you say? How, how long did you play it? It was about 15 minutes. They were going pretty quick with uh, just cycling people in and out. How long Probably do you 15, think 20 you minutes. could play it? I, I can't see myself playing that for more than, I guess, 60 to 90 minutes would be enough. I would think, and that, and then, yeah, I, I mean, you'd have to just take excessive breaks if you wanted to keep going back to the game. But yeah, could you see a, people getting sick from this? Yes, yeah. <laughs> I can. I can see that happening. Um, Did you see it happening? <laughs> no, no, you know what? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> um, yeah, it, I did not. No, <laughs> nobody got sick, and uh, just a lot of. Uh, a lot of smiles and high fives it, that, that's all i saw yeah that's not a sickness that's that's excitement <laughs> but thank you for the uh verification there <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. people are so sick man they give everybody high fives ah stay away <laughs> yeah. so playstation vr overall thoughts if you had to rank your experience out of 10 what would you give it out of a 10 i would give it a solid eight. Oh. um i i did enjoy the the I wish I could play more games. There was a a few more games, but uh, getting my signing up for my one game and then going back in the line, 
I could have been waiting another 90 minutes or so. That could be 90 minutes of playing all the other games that are on the, on the floor. Was PlayStation so, VR the longest wait? Um, Battleborn was a long wait. I never got into that line. Um, I want to say even Uncharted was a long wait. But VR was uh, up there, too. Yeah. Did, did they have playable Uncharted there? From the looks of it, it looks like it was just a multiplayer. Oh, okay. Um, yep. I think that beta but, came out recently yeah. or is coming out. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think it came out a couple days before the conference, maybe last yeah last week or so. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, those were those the biggest lines. On PlayStation VR, then. Um, I, I want to play more. I do. I want to play more. I don't know about <clears throat> long-lasting. Uh, um, effects. I don't. I mean, I. If it's the right price, I would buy it. But I want to see more games. Uh, I want to see how much more they progress with it. And um, yeah, I. I, I want to see more. <laughs> Definitely want to see more. That'd be interesting. That's the thing too. I would like to see it in action to be able to go to a, mm-hmm. a kiosk somewhere and check it out. That'd be neat. But yeah. So what else did you see over at good old PSX on the show floor? Oh, all those, I mean, um, as I mentioned earlier, uh, Far Cry Primal was a pretty good game. I, I got that experience. I've, uh, um, that's another game I've, I was playing for the first time, Far Cry. I've never played a Far Cry before, so. Oh, really? You, you didn't um, play Far Cry 4, the last one you wrote? I did not, no. Um, what I just... was I playing at that time? Probably Destiny. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're one there of goes, those guys. Yeah, there goes the Destiny mention on the podcast. Oh my! Yeah. If Alex How's doesn't going, do it, Alex? it's gotta be Dan. All right. So, <laughs> but Far right, Cry so... Primal was uh, was excellent because I mean, the best thing about it is, um, you know, there's no you're not shooting guns. You know, you have a you have a club, uh, you have a bow and arrow. Um, you can scout the land using an owl. It's <laughs> it's impressive stuff. Nice I, go-to. Yeah, I spent my uh, entire demo time looking for the saber-toothed tiger. And then um, I spent the second half continually getting eaten by saber-toothed tiger. <laughs> it, nice. it's, a, it's a tough thing. That was, the, that was the thing people were talking about doing for the demo. They, they kept saying, find that tiger. See if you can kill it or make it your pet. I don't forget what the exact word is, but you can uh, subdue creatures and then make them your own. I even brought I brought a bear along, but it wasn't enough to take down the saber toothed tiger. Hmm. Fun game though. Are there going to be dinosaurs in that game? Have, did they say? Um, I didn't hear anything about dinosaurs. I've just. All I've seen were the, the mammoths, the tigers, and the uh, the bears. Oh, oh my! Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. So, what else? Uh, what else stood out to you? How 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 much time did you spend with Far Cry? That they gave you as much time as you wanted. So, I felt like about twenty five minutes had passed, and I was still working on that saber-toothed tiger. And then after a while, I just said, um, I'm just going to finish this off. There's, there was one um, area you go to to complete your objective, and then it would go into a, a nice little video 
talking about how the game is going to be, and then their demo ends. So I, it was almost half an hour. I spent a lot of time there. Was there a line <laughs> forming behind you, or was there enough stations where people could just walk up and walk away? No, no problem. There, there were enough stations. So I, I played it on the second day. The second day was, I'd say, about... 60% as full as the first day because the first day with all the panels and you know the keynote it being the first day I, I reserved a lot of my gameplay time for the second day okay so about uh, any other games that you wanted to talk about yeah um, a fun game that a fun game that uh, I got a chance to play was Alien Nation um, yeah. apparently it's a spiritual successor to Dead Nation I've not um, played I, either I, of those or heard of them. Yeah, yeah. Dead Nation, I never played on, on the PS3. Um, uh, here, here's a little funny thing. I The thing is, with PlayStation, I skipped almost 10 years um, playing PlayStation games. So I went from the PS2 to, like, a cup of coffee with the PS3, <laughs> and then just jumping in recently with the PS4. So I missed... I miss a lot of games. <laughs> so this PlayStation experience was like, a, it's bringing me back into the, it brought me back into the fold. And you explained <laughs> on Twitter that you were now what? Oh, <laughs> uh, I guess I'm a, I'm a Sony fanboy now. Uh, <laughs> if, they, if they would like to accept me, I, uh, yeah. I pledge my allegiance. You what? That you pledge your allegiance to Sony? <laughs> is there like a, knight, a knighting um, <laughs> ceremony when you make it to uh, through the two days at PlayStation Experience? Does Shuhei <laughs> give you a diploma, shake your hand, take your picture? Oh, I oh I wish I could have. <laughs> I, I looked for him. Um, I've saw I saw a few people had pictures with him, and I never got a chance to see him. But I would have uh, I would have told him in person that uh, Sony, you have you have you have my heart. Um, yeah. Now, I do have one. I got one question, and this will this will really uh, determine whether or not you you are a fanboy or not. Oh no, uh, it's a test. Yes. Uh, do you own a PlayStation Vita? Oh, see, this will just prove that I'm not ready. <laughs> um... You're you're, you're a, a greenhorn. It's a, okay. It's a, it's okay. You're 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 tipping your toes into the fanboy. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, I understand. Do you have a I Vita? can eventually make my way there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have I have a Vita, um, but if we're being completely honest You don't play it. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean who does though really? I mean <laughs> I, I I I mean I I the sad part is I I actually pay money for games for my Vita. And then I just I I play, I play them for a few hours, like two hours, mm-hmm. and then I never play them again. It's it's really upsetting. Like so the I, main thing for me would be remote play. Um, yeah, I don't know if you've have you tried that. How does that feature uh, work out for you? So I don't know if it's my Wi-Fi or what, or if it's just my particular Vita, but mm. my Vita has the worst Wi-Fi reception of <laughs> any device I own, like by far. Oh my! Um, so I have my router in my basement. Um, and when I'm in my, my bedroom, I cannot connect to my, and my PlayStation's in my basement as well. I cannot connect to it at all. It'll, it'll connect for a second and it'll disconnect. Um, when my, I recently removed my router to my middle floor, 
and I tried uh, remote play for my upstairs because I, I do it when I'm in bed. I play my Vita if I, if I do it in my bed. Um, I tried it for my when it was on the middle floor, and I had to like hold the Vita like to the ground in my bedroom <laughs> to like get like every once in a while it, it gives you a little notice like oh we're losing connection so like hold it next to the ground so like it'll gain some reception. I just see um, this image of Justin hanging out of his bed <laughs> like to, with his Vita to the ground and then. He's just like falling out of bed just to get that one little bar so he doesn't lose connection for Fallout. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, you you painted a pretty vivid picture. Uh, it's very true as well. Um, so that has happened. But the, the thing is, when it does work, it works perfectly. I mean, I, I have gotten Fallout 4 to work. Um, I've played that, you know, remote play in the house, like while my wife's watching TV or something. Uh, I have gotten that to work, and it works great. Um and actually, uh, speak, I mean, Fallout 4, actually, because every game's got different controls, customized controls for the Vita remote play. And Fallout 4, they actually did a really good job with the controls. Because um, you're, you're missing some buttons, so sometimes it can get tough, but uh, they did it right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to tell anyone to go out and spend 150 or whatever a Vita costs nowadays, but... Um, it is a nice little device to have. I would pay fifty bucks for a Vita just just to have it and try stuff out with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean the game. I mean the the screen on it is really nice for like how small it is. Like, you know, it, it's really nice looking screen, and some of the games look really great on it. Like I have played like a, the Uncharted game on it, and some of the other bigger games. They look, they do look, you know, fairly console like, but um, yeah. You know what's funny? We've talked more about the Vita on this podcast than they did at PSX. <laughs> hey, they, yeah, they, that's and true. If you combine all of the times that they said, oh, and the Vita, like, uh, <laughs> and yes, they said that, come into PS4 and the Vita. <laughs> that's how it sounded to me every time. Uh, I bet you if you combine all of those little snippets, it combines to a few minutes, maybe. Yeah. Possibly so. It's funny because I was in line a few times for like you know different games or panels, and a couple guys asked me, "Do you have a Vita?" <laughs> it's yeah. like a, it's like we were gonna play a game while we we're waiting in line to play a game. To play games, yeah. And um, you know, I had to lower my head in shame and say, "I don't." Sorry, I'm new here. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so. that, that, that's the, the the line. I'm I'm new here. Please don't judge me. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, while you pull um, out I your mean, Vitas were strong. Xbox and check messages. Oh <laughs> yes, Vitas were strong there. Um, as far as like just people holding on to them, uh, you would see just people walking around with Vitas. So, I mean, it is the PlayStation experience. So, that's that is the Vita crowd. That's the that's the entire PlayStation crowd. Very cool. So what else would you like to regale us with, Mr. Anthony? Oh, you know, I, I did <laughs> the game I mentioned, Alienation. I totally forgot to really... Oh, yeah, you didn't really oh, talk yeah, about yeah. it. Did <laughs> we, did, we jumped Sorry, right I, into... I, I, to, I took us on a dark path uh, with the Vita. Yeah. Um, it's it's a good path. I, I think I want to pick up a Vita eventually, but um, not at the current price. <laughs> maybe Maybe a little down the line. Um, Alienation was a nice little top-down uh, co-op shooter. There was about 
play as a team of four and you just battle hordes of aliens and um it was pretty fun uh apparently it was very similar to the dead nation predecessor um i had a lot of fun with that game but it is hard <laughs> it was frustrating you're not supposed to be as frustrated as a as that at a demo there was no time limit on my demo for that so uh after a while i just said um i'm just gonna pass my controller along i'm not uh i'm not skilled enough right now <laughs> <laughs> kept um entire party would just die at a certain point and we'd fall back to a checkpoint and it's tough but it's very fun gameplay um that's a that's a game i'll be downloading off psn when that comes out and was um, was, was this multiplayer yeah, there's um, you can have a team of four. Okay. And um, yeah, it's just a just a top-down twin-stick type shooter thing, and you just all of you just shooting, running around, shooting, picking up new items, and running around shooting, and repeat. But it was fun. Yeah, yeah I think a lot I of think, action on the screen. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is the same studio. Uh, they made a game called Resogun. I think launched with the PS4, okay. but uh, I I I played a lot of that. That gets um, that's like a side-scrolling twin-stick shooter, mm-hmm. um, and that's you know a ton of I I would probably pick up anything from that. St- and it sounds like they're they're sticking with what they know, um, mm-hmm. so I would pick up anything from that studio. So. It, I'm very yeah. I'll definitely be picking that up. In multi, uh, you know, like Rise of Guns, you know, a single player game. Uh, I would love to play something like that. Uh, where like multiplayer version. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I think a a couple fun. other games. Um, I got to play Ratchet and Clank. Apparently, oh. there's a, a feature film coming out. I, yeah. <laughs> I um I did not know about that. There. Uh, it looks pretty good, but it's um, I mean, you're, it's your standard. Uh, double jumping cartoon superhero cartoon hero type type game that was fun it's a nice little uh um different type of game to play after striving on a vr helmet and trying to go after saber tigers it was nice to just jump around and collect uh <laughs> collect collectibles and and all that so that was pretty fun hot shots golf was also fun it's crazy because they have a you just run around the course going to different holes and it's like a community play where there are other people playing on the course at the very same time as you <laughs> so people are driving in their carts while you're trying to finish hole 1 they're trying so to distract like you balls flying around and like <laughs> yeah stuff like that oh. yeah i mean you can't i don't think you can actually disrupt another person's shot Okay. You can. I mean, you can kind of disrupt them by just circling around them. That might be annoying, but but there's definitely um, some course rules being broken. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes. Okay. Uh, especially when you're, you know, having the crowds just disperse as you drive your cart to the next hole and trying to <laughs> take a shortcut over a bridge or you know something so, along those lines. Sounds like my just, uh, my company uh, golf golf outing, where things get a little, <laughs> things get, tend to get a little out of control. Oh yeah, that's a game that I can see. Um, just me and friends just having a 
however you like a little country club and it's just jumping online and playing game and playing golf how would yeah. you compare it to um the game that's on xbox one now that's kind of like that oh power shots power shots golf? power star uh, golf. oh power star mm-hmm. uh yeah it's uh the rough the rough sound golfing games um i couldn't really tell too many differences I mean, good golf is kept simple. I mean, for me, I used to I used to play the Tiger Woods games, but uh, I'm not gonna say it got too complicated. But there was just so much options to uh, to just golf. I I just wanna you know just press the button three times to swing and select the direction it goes to. Mm-hmm. And it's it's gotten that down. So it, the basics are down. Yeah, those those type of golf games always draw me in more mm-hmm. i mean it's just it's it's still it can still be challenging with even with that simpler golf swing and stuff uh mechanics mm-hmm. but um they're just way easier to jump into real quickly and play a few holes so uh i do i i've always liked the hot i i think i remember playing like hot shots on definitely on my ps2 um mm-hmm. and uh i've always enjoyed those games yeah, that would be a good that would be a good Vita game. <laughs> Going back I, I, to the Vita, yeah, I, I do have game to play. Yeah, I do have it on Vita actually, um, mm-hmm. and I, I played on my Vita, and it's really fun to play just for because you can yeah play it for twenty minutes and be done. So that's awesome. That, that's coming out for PS4, the one that you played. That's that's PS4. Yeah, okay. it's still working title, still a working title. It, the, okay. the game even it just said on the title screen, Hot Shots Golf, working title. Weird. If that ends up being the game, that'd be a interesting, uh, interesting name for it. Yeah, I think that'd be pretty funny. I think yeah. someone should do that. <laughs> they should just do that. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just I go mean, for it. Just, just straight up, just no, no surname, just, just working title. That's all it is. That's what it's called. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. Um, any other big games? Uh, any like uh, did you play like a lot? Did you? I mean, how many games do you think you got to try out total? Actually trying out, because I'm also thinking about games that are actually out now that were just on the floor. Yeah. I mean, I got a chance to play about 10 to 12 games. Okay. There was enough time for that. I was there both days, so there was a lot of time to do that. You know, it's also a good time to just play, like, you know, uh, Mortal Kombat X was pretty empty. Let me yes. let me try that out. Give that a chance. It's uh it's as gruesome as ever. <laughs> not not that that game needs any more pub. I mean that game's been out for a while, but that looked pretty good. Just Cause Three, you know, all those games were uh, also out on the floor. Not as busy since they're out. Yeah. Uh, actually, Battlefront was was pretty packed. That's because <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh. That was huh. just a lot of people were just playing that. Have you been playing that, Justin? Uh, I played it for a weekend. Ah, uh, I wasn't I wasn't that impressed with it. It that's didn't bring because me because you're playing it on PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't that I, Battlefront. Um, I mean it's Star Wars, so obviously I was in love the entire time. Um, even the. 30 minutes that I had to play as Darth Vader while my game was still installing. 
Oh yes. Um, which <laughs> I actually found that to install. It took me a long time for so. Oh, because I was uh, connected to Wi-Fi and not, um, uh, not my Ethernet. So maybe maybe, maybe your just... Wi-Fi is a problem, child, in your house for <laughs> no, this connection and everything I don't... else. <laughs> I think it's my PlayStation products, honestly, because the be. only things in the house that have problems with Wi-Fi are my PS4 and my Vita. Have you tried um, an Xbox? Well, I have my 360 that's usually hooked up to Wi-Fi, and no problems with that at all. Hmm. Uh, so I don't know. And I, I mean, I've got computers and my phones, and I don't know. I, I bought a new router not, you know, earlier this year. But anyways, I don't know. But Battlefront, yeah, it's Star Wars, so it's awesome. I really Star enjoy Wars. it. Yeah, it's, it's Star, Star Wars. <laughs> that's that's really all you need to say. Yeah, Star Wars. I mean, you can play but, as Palpatine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't get to play as him actually. Then you Boba Fett just flying around. Like, yeah, I, I I played a few rounds of uh, the hero hero hunt, the one where uh, a couple people are heroes on each team, and every single time I got to be a hero, every single time I was Boba Fett. <laughs> Nothing which, to complain about. I mean, he was good. Boba Fett was pretty awesome. I mean, I was really excited. I mean, I hope they make a Boba Fett game because flying around on that jetpack and shooting felt pretty awesome. So uh, I I really hope they do something with Boba Fett in a, a video game soon. But I don't know. Battlefront didn't like keep me drawn in. You know, I've I've always been like a Call of Duty guy or Battlefield even. Uh, and like the competitive draw wasn't there for me with Battlefront. The only reason I was playing it was because it was a fun shooter set in Star Wars. It is fun Star with Wars. friends. It's very fun with friends too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just get a good I, party going, and I could all... see that. Yeah, yeah. I, I I could see how yeah getting a party together and playing would be fun, but um. I don't know. A lot of a lot of the guys that I play with most of the time, they're actually going back to Call of Duty. So I don't know. I don't know. It seems it's... like you need better friends. <laughs> <laughs> I do. You know, you're right. I I need more. I need better friends and more Star Wars in my life. Yes, I'm you not, do. I will I'm not argue not... with that. <laughs> yes. Um. But yeah. Anyway, I, I anyway, I'm Battlefront's an amazing game. I can. So I'm not surprised that their booth was packed. Oh, yes. Did you show them what's up while you were there? Did you say, this is how you play Fighter Squadron and school anybody else who was in there? I unfortunately did not play. I It was right next to the Uncharted <laughs> booth. So uh, I just took I took a look and I walked over yeah. to the next one. Sorry. I can play that at home. I can That's play a... that every night yeah, <laughs> moving forward. Weird, but... It would seem weird to me if you were like, yeah, I'm going to go play, you know, this game that I own at home, you know, for a half hour when you have limited time, you know. Yeah, I put in so many hours into that game already. Uh, I played it on both consoles and um, yeah, I just didn't want to I just didn't want to <laughs> play. <laughs> I just didn't want to play it while I was there. Yeah. But um, I just that just reminds me, speaking of plenty of hours, Destiny. 
Oh. Sparrow Racing League. <laughs> okay, so in all honesty, I launched Destiny today. Mm. And I tried to figure out where to go for the Sparrow Racing League. And I got no clue. And I played, <laughs> I played it for like 30 minutes. And I didn't know where to go. And so I gave up. Did you did you did you uh, play the Taken King? Yeah, I got sucked back in for a momentary <laughs> lapse in judgment. <laughs> yes. That was a great two months. That was a great. <laughs> it two wasn't months. even two months, was it? <laughs> I, I, uh, maybe less than that, but you know, it was fun seeing your name online and Playing playing catch. the same strike over and over again. That was great. <laughs> yeah, sounds like. But Sparrow lot. Racing League. That was also another. Uh, you can add that to another packed, packed line. People were just um, jumping in and racing and winning shirts, taking pictures with cosplaying guardians and. Yeah. Now, if there was a T-shirt involved, I might have come out of retirement for that. <laughs> Even if it's a Destiny yeah. shirt. I did not win. A shirt, Come on now, Dan. <laughs> I know, I know, but it's a it's a mode that on Sunday I was like, I can't wait to play this again. I can't wait to play this at home. I have not jumped into Destiny since because of <laughs> it's because of Fallout. We can always go back to blaming Fallout and Madden. I blame Madden. Let's <laughs> <laughs> all blame Madden. But I'll, I'll blame Madden uh, too. Actually, <laughs> there, there you go. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but th- that was another that was another pack game. That's pretty much uh, all the games I played. Uh, well, actually, there was a there's a game called Night in the Woods. Um, it's a little cartoony adventure game with really funny dialogue. Um, I think um, the character that you play as I went. It's like a college student living back at home, but they're all like animals. So I was like a I guess a teenage cat or or something, and <laughs> I went to go. Oh. I went to go talk to um, my mother, who was apparently in the kitchen, and I, I feel like she mentioned something about misery porn. <laughs> I don't, all, all I have to say is that game um, Strange. has very ridiculous lines, and um, I'm. Looking forward to jumping into that when it comes back, because um, I actually found a, a game crashing bug, and um, at least it was in the demo. Let's just say I, I'm, I'm glad it, I found a game crashing bug in the demo. They must, yeah. they might have been bummed. <laughs> they might have been bummed, <laughs> but you know, um, yeah, that just for the dialogue alone, I, I will jump back into that game. Nice little mature content, funny, hmm. funny statements and such. Yeah, that does sound kind of kind of interesting. I haven't <laughs> played like uh, a game that I thought was genuinely like funny in a while. Besides yeah. like Jackbox or something like that, but mm-hmm. Borderlands would probably be a a good one. I heard that. I, I heard that. I I don't know. I I haven't like want. I I haven't really wanted to jump into a Telltale game. That engine is just so bad. It really makes me not want to play it. I think that's what my problem is. is Like, I mean, and I, I mean, I haven't even played anything. I haven't played a Telltale game on my PS4 yet. But from what I've heard, it's no better than it was on my 360. 
mm-hmm. which is like that's insane to me. Like <laughs> I I know I don't know anything about uh, designing or developing games, but I don't believe that it, you can't take some time off and make a better engine. <laughs> I like that's I available. That's available on last gen, current gen. It's, it's um, also available on like iPhones and yeah. I was gonna say it's available on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> There's something wrong with that, and like they just keep releasing it for all these different devices instead of like just fixing it and making it a good engine. That like, mm-hmm. so what if it doesn't work on my phone? Like, give me a better engine that's like next gen. Yeah, like well, I, they have I, a couple more games coming out too. They have uh, a yeah. like a three part Walking Dead with Michonne and uh, yeah. I think Batman. Batman, yeah, I heard that. It was like a black and white Batman, which like sounds really awesome, but I'm not excited at all because I yeah. do not want to play a Batman game where it's stalling or I go to punch a guy and it like the animation disappears, you know? Because like, that happened to me in The Wolf Among Us, which had like a lot of action scenes. And it would just skip around the scene, and I was like, no, I'm. This is not like it's taking me out of the experience. Very frustrating when you're about to make like a dialogue selection, or you know, it's um you have to press right or left to avoid uh some sort of projectile, and then you just die because it flickered or yeah. <laughs> something along those lines. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and like when it skips dialogue options, that's like that's really bad because that is 100 percent of why you're playing the game. Is yeah. to choose the dialogue since that's you know that's what the game is. Yeah, and speaking of dialogue options, oh, can we go to the keynote? Can we yeah. talk about Uncharted Four? Take us there. Uncharted Four looks tremendous. Um, I've never finished an Uncharted game. <laughs> I'm, I'm just uh, I'm just confessing all these games that I've never played. Well, I mean, you said uh, you didn't spend a lot of time with your ps3 or you know yeah it makes sense yeah and i mean it looks incredible and apparently the branching uh the branching dialogue part of the uh of the new video the the new trailer they revealed uh caught a lot of attention i guess that's a i never had that apparently yeah that's why i've been reading you know about that yeah because it's, it's kind of weird because everyone freaked out or dialogue options in Uncharted. <laughs> uh, but that's been a thing in games for like 12 years or more. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I think, you know, the first game that really sticks out to me is maybe Mass Effect 1. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure it was there, you know, in other games before that. But, um, I mean, but, yeah. I mean, yeah, that that video looks like insanely good. And it's, it I, I totally believe that's exactly what it'll look like when I'm playing it at home. So I'm very excited for that. Yeah, and that's why, um, I mean, later on that day, they had a Uncharted 4 panel. I absolutely had to go because it was about um, uh, you know, just stories from the performance capture set. So yeah. Nolan North, Troy Baker, Laura Bailey, Greg Miller hosted. I had okay. to go because it was a, it was fun. It was a... Yeah. It's a, it's a cool experience. They showed like different stages of, you know, filming them with the, 
you know, what is it? The little, the little outfits green balls with the little, the little ball, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the little, the little silly outfits, and uh, they're actually giving like, you know, actors' performances to each other, and then they show the, they show how it looks um, as they start to animate it, and they put finishing touches, and then boom, incredible yeah, looking I, game. I think that stuff is like super interesting. Like, I remember I played The Last of Us. That was like the first game I got for my PS4. And there was like a short documentary thing attached to that. And uh, I thought that was really cool to watch, like the behind the scenes stuff. And uh, I, know, I, I'm a, I guess I didn't know how much went into voice acting. But like when you hear the voice actors talk about, you know, how they prepare for the roles and stuff, it's like, wow, these guys are like really good. Like they could go act, you know, in oh, yeah. TV. Or something. I feel you know, like they could. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt if they actually did have roles on TV shows, or you know, went after movie roles and and all that. Yeah. Um, so that's that's really cool. That's really cool. You get to go see that panel. I mean, that game looks like ab- like just freaking gorgeous. Like I can't wait to uh, play that game. Um, Nathan, I, yes. What's your uh, What's your Uncharted uh, experiences? How have they been like? Have you played uh, all of them? No, but I played Uncharted 1, and I started Uncharted 2, and I started Uncharted 3, but I probably only got maybe an hour into both 2 and 3. However, I before I went on my gaming hiatus, I did buy the Uncharted collection for my PS4. Oh, so I yeah. intend to there play through them all at some point. Oh. Uncharted is the one series that I really do like the character of Nathan Drake more than anything else because I love Indiana Jones. Mm. So it's like a snarky, modern-day Indiana Jones, so... I'm looking forward to Uncharted 4, quite honestly. That's the one game that I have uh, provisioned to buy during my gaming hiatus because I'm getting the limited edition with the Nathan Drake statue because I love the character of Nathan Drake. Of course. There you go. That's cool. Yeah, I can't wait to play that game. I think it looks super cool. So, yeah, and I I make... It's not like a game comes out until March, maybe... Or maybe later or April. Yeah, uh, I want to guess March eighteenth. That, that's just a date that popped in my head. Maybe uh, that's something I, else, but you know what? <laughs> it's somewhere March around 18th there. March eighteenth sounds really good, so yeah. I'm gonna believe you. <laughs> right. um, and if it's not the date, then we'll make them change it. Uh, so yeah, I, I think before. Well, they're listening. Then, they're listening to us right now in this episode. I, I believe so. it. I'm sure Troy <laughs> Baker is listening to this. Uh, What's you know Neil Neil Druckmann the guy the <laughs> creator I'm sure he's listening to this um, so uh, I can't wait to, for him to hear this message um, but yeah I'm definitely have to play through the collection before this game comes out you have a few months that's uh it's enough time yeah yeah those games always like those games look they remind me of like Batman and like that. It's not, it's not Witcher or Fallout where I have to spend sixty hours. It's like, no, I can beat this in like twenty hours or less, and have a really cool story. But now with branching conversations, it's going to be about thirty hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I did, I did hear an interview with uh, Neil Druckmann, and he was talking about, he was explaining a little bit about the branching dialogue, and it sounds like it's not going to be a where you choose an option and all of a sudden you're missing out on content. Uh, I mean, just like the demo showed, it's more of like a tell it how you how you want to 
you know, tell the story or, you know, like the, the, the options in the, the keynote were like, which one of the three game storylines would you like to tell your brother about? Yeah. Uh, which I still, I mean, yeah, it's, it's interact. It turns a cutscene makes it interactive, which is cool. Um, but I don't think it's going to be like, a you know, choose if this person lives or dies. <laughs> Because, uh, I mean, they're good at creating stories themselves, and I don't think they would, like, I don't want that. I mean, uh, like, The Last of Us, I wouldn't want to take control of that story at all. Because I thought the story they made was awesome. So, uh, hopefully they don't stray too far from something like that. But very exciting. But I think we've talked about Uncharted long enough. <laughs> I, I think we know why Nathan really asked me to join this talk tonight. Yes. And that would be Final Fantasy Seven. Oh, dun dun dun. <laughs> so what I, do you think about it being episodic first off? Which wasn't announced at oh, PSX, but shortly thereafter. Yeah. Um yeah, it was like weird. I was like it wasn't announced there, but it like all the news came out while it was going on. But um so I think this turns into like kind of a bigger discussion about like, I mean, this game's going to be huge, like absolutely massive. If they actually remake everything from all three discs, you know, from Midgar all the way to everything, you know, defeating Sevroth, um, this game's going to be absolutely massive and it's going to cost hundreds of thousands of millions to make this game. I have no problem with them making it episodic, it coming out, you know, if if I can get the game a little bit sooner and it comes out once a year or once every year and a half, even if I have to pay more than 60 overall, I, I'm, I'm completely fine with it being episodic. And to me, like, the original game was kind of episodic. You know, there was pretty hard cuts at the end of each disc. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, back in the days where we had to change discs yes, <laughs> for our games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, instead of uh, popping the disc out and popping in a new one, I'll just, I mean, yeah. Would I rather just have it all at one time and uh, take a week off of work and binge on it? Yes. Mm-hmm. But uh, I will gladly take this game episodic. So what if it's um, episodic, but they charge you 30 bucks per segment? Uh, how many segments? Let's say it's like three segments. I'll, I mean, I'll honestly, I'll gladly play, pay, I would pay 90 for Final Fantasy VII. And remake. then they charge you 15 bucks per character for their li- <laughs> limit break packs. Or you can buy the whole set for a Okay, yes, okay, yes. Uh, I really hope they don't go that dark. And this. Materia <laughs> is all going to be... Uh, microtransactions. Uh, would you like a all materia for uh, $3.99? Would you like it to be uh, a two-star all materia? That's going to be $4.99. Then you buy it all, and then Yuffie still steals it from you. Steals it all, but, but you have to pay her $9.99 to get it back. Oh, my. <laughs> this is going to be... I, Konami is actually listening to this podcast. Hello, Konami. Don't do this. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Square Enix. Mm. Sorry, I had Konami on the brain because of Kojima. Square. Oh, yeah, oh which, yeah. Yeah, we should talk about that um, in a minute. But um, 
yeah, I I will pay a little more than sixty for the entire game. If they tell me that this is a sixty dollar game and it's only, I mean, but it's like even if it was like uh, so let's say the first disc is all of the Midgar stuff, right? If they can fit. 20 hours or more of gameplay into that and like it's not just padded on i've played plenty of games and paid 60 dollars for games that have less than 20 hours so i don't have a problem with it um you know so i i I will pay as much i'll pay as much as i need to play this this darn game (laughs) justin's waving around his credit card right now yeah (laughs) please give it to me I just give me the game. I've, how, how do you feel about it, Nathan? Because you you don't seem to. I I want them to just take their time, right? Yeah. I want them to. We've waited this long. We, it's not like we need it now. We would like it now, sure. But mm-hmm. I want them just to to wait, right? To make sure it all works together properly. To make sure it's cohesive. To make sure there's no issues be going. With, between like episode to episode, um, to make sure that you can play at your own pace. If you want to binge play it and just run through it, you can do it. But if they make you wait like two or three months between episodes, people might forget what they had you know just played before. Or, I mean, maybe you'll just wait until all four episodes are released. And let's say you do that, and then there's some sort of like difference in the quality from the first one to the last one. You know, maybe they there's some sort of QA that changes from the release that they are able to fix by the last release. That's clearly a glaring problem in the first release. You know, there's just so many things. I'm, And I've also heard that there could be different studios making each episode. So like it might not be even the same house doing the whole thing. So those are the things that worry me about this. Yeah, I, I have heard those rumors. They're not even rumors. I, I mean, they're kind of... They're confirmed like that. It's not Square Enix proper that's working on this. You know, I I think they're they're working on Final Fantasy 15, and I think you know the creator is helping out with this remake, but it's some other studio that's like you know contributing a lot of the work to this. And yeah, if it is something like that where different studios are making different portions. I don't know that that's where it gets like I don't know how I feel about the episodic thing because they mentioned something about the different uh, episodes or or segments bringing different experiences Mm -hmm. and that kind of talk really concerns me. It's Mm -hmm. like I I I don't have a problem if they changed a few things here and there. You know, uh, we'll talk about the you know combat in a minute, but. I just, I don't want them to change too much. Like, I certainly don't want to play different parts of the story in a different way. Well, I'd also heard that, you know, another big factor to this game for me is the music. And I heard that Nobu Yamatsu is not going to be involved with the music of the remake. Yeah, which is also like, yeah, I don't know why you would not to whatever you have to do to get him to come in. And I mean, Final Fantasy VII is probably some of his most, I mean, it, it's got to be one of his most iconic 
music productions, you know, uh, One Wing Angel is super popular. Um, and it seems like, uh, you would bring him in to, you know, follow along in that style and make more music, but maybe they have enough, maybe they're just going to use the old stuff. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's, it's curious to see this, this is a weird situation, you know, because when you think of a game being remade, you, you don't think of it being episodic like this. You think of it just coming out, being done all by one developer, and this is the game that people have been asking to get remade or reimagined for the longest time, right? This has been the the one ever since the PS3 tech demo that people have been asking for. Now we're finally getting it, but it's just in the in the weirdest, most convoluted way possible. It just it's it's weird to me that they're doing it this way. Yeah, it's it's weird to me like how they're not talk like they're being really like pro- not protective because like they're they are showing a lot of the game off or as much as they can. But they're like not spilling all the details all at once. They're like, yeah, the studio is working on it, but the creator is still helping. You know, that stuff, you know, and then being not explaining exactly what the episodic stuff means. That stuff does concern me quite a bit. But Dan, what was the vibe when they when they showed the Final Fantasy seven stuff at the keynote? It, it was a just excitement it was heavy applause people were going wild it was it was an excellent start with uncharted and jumping into um actual video of the action it was it was tremendous people were going crazy and as they should and they they even included that uh they were putting out the what is it the pc port mm-hmm. on a psn yeah. yeah which is also i think it's 33 percent off until tomorrow so, if anybody wants oh, to, you, well, you tomorrow know. is unfortunately um, going to be too late for people listening to the episode. <laughs> but um, yeah. I, I guess to, for you two, till tomorrow. Uh, oh, trust me, <laughs> go Dan. You jump you on don't there. Need, you don't need to tell me to buy this. You can I use already the, bought uh, PlayStation it. app. Oh, there, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I already bought it, and I've already I played it before we got on this podcast. Actually, <laughs> Dan, have Are you, you ever played Are Final Fantasy Seven? I have. That was um, um, the first game I watched someone play on PS1 and the first game I bought. Uh, I have not played it since then, but I did spend a lot of time playing it. Yeah, um, it's, it's a very long game. Yeah, and it's um, it was a tremendous game, and I probably should download the PSN uh right now <laughs> well i will say the the game comes with a like theme uh i think that's what they call them ps4 um but it comes with a theme that you know coats everything in a nice final fantasy 7 icons and uh now my home screen is uh i believe it's eris's theme song <laughs> uh so uh that Wait, is a song oh yeah so uh, let me ask you a question. I've taken this vow of not buying any games until Black Friday. <laughs> so what if I buy this theme that happens to come with the game? Uh, you, that would be highly. Uh, that would be a good move. 
Though there is a, I'm pretty sure you could buy this theme by itself. And it'd probably be like only $2 instead of, you know, I think it's 11 something right now for, uh, uh, I think think it's 15 full price. And right now it's like 11 for, you're not helping this argument out at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I just, just go buy it. It's, it's final fantasy seven, Nathan, you know, you love it. I know, but it just, I, 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 and my word is law. I know. Okay. Okay. And another thing about this like PC port and the, the PS4, they did put this like kind of cool thing in there where, uh, so if you click in your left stick, uh, mm-hmm. speed is tripled in the game, the entire game. Like when you're running, you're running at triple speed. Yeah. Um, so I got this on my iPad already or my iPhone oh, as well. Does it do that as well? Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, and there's like the, there's the triple speed, uh, you can turn off, uh, random encounters and you can, uh, turn on like this, like God mode where it's like your limit break bar fills up, uh, constantly. I feel like they should give me this game because I've bought it like originally twice on the PlayStation original. I've bought it three times at least for the PC. I bought it for... (laughs) Uh, on PS3 as a PS2 classic or whatever they call it, PS1 classic. Uh, and then I think that they should just give it to me now because I've already bought it like a million times. <laughs> I'm I'm right with you. I I think I've yeah I've got it on my iPhone, which is not a good experience. So I don't know why I bought it, but I did. But you did because it's Final Fantasy Seven, and you yeah, saw it I, there. I just saw it and I was like, well, I gotta buy it. I guess mm-hmm. you know, gotta support them. I don't know why. Uh, but yeah, I got, I've got out my Vita already, which that one, that does that one does bother me a little bit because it's like, I already have it on my Vita. Can you just like, give me credit for my PS4? Right, give just, me. So yeah. you have my PSN account. You know what I've purchased. You should yeah. say, oh hey, you bought this before. Here's fifty percent off. Go ahead and get this one. I that would be great. Dan, talk to me about this PS this this buying these PS classics. How the what the vibe is on that when people are buying these PS classics for 10, 15 bucks, that games that they might even have the discs of or that they've bought in a couple times already, like Final Fantasy. Mm. What's, oh, yeah. yeah. What is. I'm not a PlayStation guy, okay? Mm. I, that's clear. That's evident. That's why I have two PlayStation guys in the podcast. Tonight. That's why we're here. Yeah. <laughs> but I have a PlayStation 4. I have my Darth Vader PlayStation 4. I'm looking at it right now. I'm sitting. Uh, you know, in my office, looking over there, and I see it. And I have a PlayStation TV that I have in the box still. It was twenty bucks. Why not? Um, but I, I want them to be like Microsoft has done in the past, where if you bought, let's say, Halo Spartan Assault on Windows, it said, "Oh, hey, you bought this already. Half off on Xbox 360." Or you had, um, uh, what was that game called? That Bethesda game? Dishonored. You had Dishonored on Xbox 360. Here's half off on Xbox One. Why don't they do that if you've already purchased this game? Any of these games on PSN? I, money? <laughs> they will just take your money. They want your money? I, I can't really explain exactly what, why they're doing it, but they know you're going to buy the games and they're going to do it. That's uh, I don't yeah. I don't I don't see any other I mean they they could yeah it's they the fleecing nice of it. the gamers Dan it's the fleecing <laughs> yes. of the gamers. And we 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 buy the games. Like everybody has bought Final Fantasy 7 seven times already. 
that's that's why it's Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> you bought it that many times already, and it would be nice. That was a nice thing for um, those games you mentioned, but it's not going to happen with every developer, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm sure that plays into it a little bit too, the, the developer rights and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the games they released, they're, they're PS2 games that came out, what, 15, 20 years ago? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I, I owned both Grand Theft Autos, you know, the Grand Theft Auto Three, and Vice mm-hmm. City, and San Andreas. I owned all three of those games, uh, which those are three of the games that they're now offering on PS4. Mm-hmm. Vice City was the best one, correct? Yes, yes. Okay. Vice City was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs up. Um, <laughs> but and, why would you uh, play those when you have GTA Five? Well, yeah, I wouldn't, and I'm not gonna pay. Uh, I do think fifteen dollars. That's definitely not the right price. No, not at all. I could see um, bigger games being ten and smaller games being like five or less. But, fifteen I mean, is a butt much. Yeah, fifteen is. I think that's. I think. I think that's like insulting. <laughs> like, there's ton of PS4 only digital games that are less than fifteen, and they're. They're gonna be they're gonna be better graphically and other thing you know I could pick up uh, you know a Telltale game for you know less than ten bucks on a sale you know it, why would I pay fifteen dollars for a game that I played twenty years ago mm-hmm. um, so yeah I I don't know why they're the price points way off to me I have no problem with them charging some money. No, uh, I don't have a problem with that, but they're pricing at this. Yeah. And just the thing that irks me is they know that you have this game via your mm-hmm. PSN history. They should they should be like, oh, hey, you're a valued customer. You've bought this before. Thank you for doing that. Here's, I don't know, here's 20% off. Here's something to say thank you, and thanks for buying it again. Yeah, they. I think they dropped the ball and the pricing pretty badly i think i think it's like a big turn off and the thing that sucks is that a ton of people are probably gonna go out and buy this uh for the same reason that i buy final fantasy 7 <laughs> on every stupid device <laughs> uh it's because you know for some people you know their favorite game of all time is probably vice city so they're gonna pay 15 dollars for it which is like just reinforces you know the developers and sony but hopefully they drop those prices it should not be more than ten dollars you know so i'm looking at the store right now and because i was curious what these games were um you got grand theft auto san andreas twisted metal black dark cloud grand theft auto vice city rogue galaxy the mark of kree grand theft auto 3 and war of the monsters any of these games, uh, I'll be honest, I haven't played any of these. Um, any of these games call out to you? Uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City would be nice to play again. Um, does it? Is it with trophies? Is that yeah. correct? Yeah, so that's, that's the whole thing. So it's is trophy that support? With trophies, and they've been upscaled, not up-resed, upscaled to 1080p. Mm-hmm. Which means they still look like junk, but it's in 1080p. Mm-hmm. Just on a bigger screen. Yeah. 
if it was like $7.50, maybe I would just plunk into buying a Vice City or something, uh, or even Grand Theft Auto 3. But $15 is just, I don't know. And all those Grand Theft Autos are 15 bucks, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to get all three, that's $45 <laughs> for three PS2 games that I already owned at some point, and I already beat, which I, I'm, not, I'm not that concerned with the already owned part. It's just, yeah, $15 each. You know how they could have rolled this out, and it would have been, it would, it would have made them look like gods, is they would have rolled this out as each month as a member of PS Plus, you get one of these games. Yeah, that would yeah. that would be amazing. Like, hey, uh, you get you know, you get your normal two, you know, PlayStation Plus games for PS4, but we're also going to give you a PS2 classic. Yeah, I mean, um, it, we're we're getting back to the old Sony kind of way, right? Because for a while, Sony has been hitting on all cylinders, but now it seems like they're kind of regressing a little bit back to. Mm, not knowing how to really steer the ship. Yeah. Well, they're they're in the lead, so I'm sure, you know, the the executives, you know, there's no reason to uh in their minds, there's no reason to not try to get every single do- dollar out of their customers because they're winning and they're gonna they don't have to worry about, you know, they don't think they have to worry about goodwill right now. Dan, you are the newly christened PSN fanboy. Mm-hmm. That's me. <laughs> That's so me. with what you know of PlayStation, with everything, with the PSX experience, compare that to your exposure to the Xbox One and how, what they've been doing recently. Which company is on a path that you like better? I... I'd have to I mean after all of these games that I've watched and played I do think 2016 is the year of the PlayStation um so I am looking forward to that I mean I didn't go to um a Microsoft experience I'm not exactly sure what um exclusives are coming out next year for that maybe I should do some research um but I mean all those games Whenever VR comes out, um, Final Fantasy VII Remake, I, I like the PlayStation direction. I, I do. I'll admit that they they got me. Maybe when I put on that VR headset, I was uh, brainwashed or something. I'm, I'm <laughs> it was a subliminal, subliminal message. They must have implanted <laughs> something in you. One day you're going to hear... <laughs> One day you're gonna hear a uh, silver locket or some other weird phrase and just like snap. Order sixty-seven. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, I'm leaving Nathan to bring in uh, the Star Wars reference. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I see what you're saying, Nathan. The PlayStation or Sony's making some weird decisions with, you know, this stuff. But yeah, I mean. Sometimes the games just, I mean, the fact that they have, you know, they, they created this PlayStation experience event, mm-hmm. pretty cool, really. I mean, it's, it, and it sounds like from everything Dan's saying that it was a lot of fun and, uh, you know, to be with a bunch of other gamers and celebrate 
a system they own. I think it's mm-hmm. pretty cool. That is cool, and I like that aspect of it. Yeah, I I I, I do hope that I don't I don't want Microsoft to cop like copy it because that's what it will like seem like. But it would be cool if they did. I mean, it would be fun if they did something like this. Yeah. So how about anything else around PSX? Not necessarily maybe PSX itself. Were there any panels? Were there anything else that? Uh, surrounded PSX Dan that stands out to you? Uh, the, the panels were excellent. I attended, um, like I said, the Uncharted 4 um, behind the just the, the performance captures and everything. Um, I caught half of the VR panel because I wanted seats for the uh, Uncharted 4 panel, <laughs> basically. <laughs> but um, They let you so stay they in? Some... They didn't clear the room? No, they didn't clear rooms, so people could have stayed in for every single panel if they wanted to. Which I don't know why you would when there's so many games to play, but I guess if you want a, a top-notch seat in the middle, sure, why not? Well, maybe you can use, because most of the panels are on one day. You use one day as your panel day and one day as your game day. Yeah, true. So I'm, I imagine people did that. Uh, kind of funny, uh, you know, Greg Miller, Greg Miller's thing, uh, they had a... The Trending Gamer? Yeah, the, the the trending gamer himself. They did the uh, they did a live PS uh, PS I love you XOXO podcast. They had Shuhei, uh, Ryan Clements, and it was it was good. That was also very fun. It, it's just so much, so much information, so much, uh, so much fun. A lot of things going on. Plenty of picture opportunities. Plenty of just cameras all around. It, it was a it was a great experience. The keynote was fine. Everything else was was great. Is is this your first uh, like gaming convention thing that you've gone to? Yeah, very first one. So that's cool. It was a, it was a blast. Would you go to another one? I would. Um, wherever they hold PSX next year, I'll think about it. Depending on uh, where it is, it was in Vegas last year. I would go if they went. If they did Chicago, I would go. Or any, any <laughs> if they did some place within like a couple hours of me, I would go because it's a celebration of gaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's no big. Uh, the closest one to me and Nathan, you know, as far as like a big convention would be probably the New York Comic Con. Maybe you know, it's like C two E two isn't that bad. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I haven't. I didn't go. I haven't gone yet, but. Um, I would like to. I've never been to a convention, and it, it always sounds fun. And at the time, it's like it's just just a lot of just happiness and game playing and all that. I mean, I know nowadays people want to watch a video and just jump on the internet and just write a write a piece on it or complain on Twitter, but it was just positivity and fun, and that's always a that's always a good thing. And how much how much was it to get in? And was there a two day badge versus a one day badge? Um, yeah, two day badge. Uh, early birds got it for sixty bucks. I'm not an early bird. <laughs> I got it for seventy five, and I think it was thirty five, thirty. No, it was like forty five a day if you wanted to get them individually. Okay. So that's not yeah, bad. It's a fair price. Very fair price. And you know, I I even got a couple games out of it. There was a. They announced at the at the keynote that Nuclear Throne and the Bit Trip series was free for everybody who attended the keynote. 
Nice. So I have those. I have those to download still. Um, yeah. Overall, a great experience. Was it packed? Was it wall to wall? First day was plenty packed. A lot of lines for for playing games, which is why I pushed all of my or most of my gaming to the second day. That's. I thought but, you were going to say that's why you pushed everybody out of the way. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I I wanted to I wanted to come back. <laughs> basically, um, security was menacing, but I, I wanted to. I definitely saved all most of my gaming for the second day. So, but yeah, there was a lot of people on the first day. Those panels, even kind of funny, had a uh, a meet and greet across the street at a bar called Jillian's across the street from the from the convention, and a lot of people went to that too. And that got a lot of people got turned away from that. There's so many people just traveling back and forth, just around that area. There's a mall right right across the street. So many people first that first day. It was very chill the second day. Very cool. Final thoughts on PSX. Fun. 2016 is going to be great. PlayStation, the industry leader. <laughs> <laughs> I just gave a thumbs up, but that you, nobody can see that. That's... I, I heard it. I, I heard I, it. I, I felt oh, the, nice. I felt the thumbs. <laughs> High fives. Justin, from our vantage point here in the Midwest, any final thoughts on PSX? Uh, I mean, I was excited. It was, there was some really cool news. Uh, I think if you actually watched the keynote, like from beginning to end, like it was like kind of a little bit boring. Mm-hmm. But like overall, if you look at the whole weekend and all the news that came out, and Final Fantasy VII, of course, um, uh, I it looked fun. Like I, I, I'm excited. Yeah, like like Dan said, 2016 is gonna be pretty awesome. So, and I think that goes for. I mean, I think for all games, you know. With it being a third year in this new, or third or fourth year in the new generation, I think we're going to have some awesome games come out. I can't wait. Yep. The future of gaming is bright. No matter which console you're on, unless you're on Nintendo Wii U, uh, then you oh. might be looking at a new console next year. But the future Ooh. is bright. No matter which brand you like, no yeah. matter who your favorite game characters are, whether it be Nathan Drake, whether it be Master Chief, whether it be Mario and Luigi. Or Barrett. Or Barrett, or Cloud, oh, or Sephiroth, <laughs> Tifa, Vincent, Red 13, and the crew. Just as long as it's not Kate Sith. Oh. Come on. <laughs> or what did he do to you? you know? well, what didn't well, he do? He, well, he, he, did, he did do that's some He's a backstabber. Yeah, he's pretty bad. <laughs> so that's, I think, a good stopping point for us this week. For this special episode, this special edition of That's Entertaining, Dan... I would like to thank you for regaling us with your experience at PlayStation Experience. And if people want to reach out to you and talk to you further, can they? Uh, I'll allow it. Um, they can find me on Twitter at MR underscore D'Anthony. That's Mr. D'Anthony. Um, that's also my PSN name, so add me on there and we can play Destiny. Oh, <laughs> uh, nice! And uh, do you play any other consoles that maybe I don't know you might play Destiny on too? <laughs> oh, yes! I I, also, I do also play on the Xbox One. Um, you can find me on there. My gamer tag is Mister M I S T R 
Space Bunk, B-U-N-K. So Mr. Bunk. Mr. Find Bunk. me on both both consoles. We'll raid. We'll play Call of Duty, Madden, whatever you want to play. I'll I'll play with you. Sounds good. And Mr. Pickard. Yes. Uh, thank you for first of all. Thank you for inviting me back. It was fun to fun to be on this podcast again. It's been about a year uh, since we recorded our first one. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but uh, people can find me on Twitter. I'm at uh, jpicky86. Um, I'm not I'm not like huge on Twitter, but you know maybe if I get a few followers, I'll try to maintain a more active account. Um, and then uh, I'm on, I'm on PSN at uh, Closet Gamer, which I, there's actually like three underscores in between those words. So I don't know. Good luck finding me, I guess. <laughs> I have a Closet confusing... Gamer. <laughs> yeah. Did I guess you play I'm in out... the Did you play in the MTTG Fantasy Football League? I feel like you did. I did. I okay. <laughs> Since you brought you, that you up, beat me in, you beat me in the championship. <laughs> I'm okay. finding this out right now. <laughs> I have a really, really awful confession to make about that. Because uh-huh. oh, I, I no. won the, I won the league. Uh, uh, yeah, we earned the championship, both of us. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. um, and Dan was painstakingly editing his team every week, watching all the stats. <laughs> and Justin, uh, uh, I oh, did no. the draft. Well, I did about half the draft. And I may have forgotten I was in the league until <laughs> until someone messaged me and told me congratulations on winning the league. Oh no, I lost a. Well, you know what? This just shows your uh, remarkable draft skills. Um, draft well, I did. <laughs> I had one strategy going into that draft. Uh, this is you know last year, not this year. Uh, and that strategy was to get Calvin Johnson. Um, <laughs> ah. And so that strategy worked out for me. Oh man, I've been um, recording this podcast with a with a rival, on the fantasy <laughs> football field. You are the <laughs> well, rival. The the best uh, rival or enemy only reveals himself at the end. So <laughs> I maintain oh, no. true to my colors. Only now, uh, at the end, do you understand. <laughs> Uh, and we will which probably end on that note i mean it doesn't get any better than that (laughs) that's true so you can follow the show on twitter at entertaining pod you can follow me i am at sith nightmare over on xbox and psn i am spider jedi and i do have a playstation 4 but i mostly play xbox one don't tell anybody so on that note ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening we hope that you have been entertained.